your audio is not broken on podcasts. It's just that all of our feelings are so broken. I've yeah, let's let, let let's just get into it, shall we? Here we go. You are locked on ducks. Your daily podcast on the Oregon Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Yes, it is that time once again for a depressing episode of Locked On Ducks. I'm your host, Spencer McLaughlin. Thank you so much for making this your first listen or your first view after that fiasco in Seattle. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, and your number one source to stay up to date with the 5-1 Ducks. If you have not already, like, comment, subscribe, rate, review. Please and thank you wherever you listen to or watch the show, which today is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. So, I play a lot of golf. i got a golf shirt on, repping the Southern Utah Thunderbirds, by the way. Go T-Birds. I play a lot of golf. And w- when you play the same course over and over again, which I have done many a times, I was, uh, you know, I played at the Oregon Golf Club in high school, and I've played all those holes hundreds and hundreds of times. What I found over the course of playing those same holes over and over is when I would come up to a certain tee box, I would have a great amount of success hitting the same shot. I would hit the same shot that I had hit a day or two prior because I've hit that shot 40 times before. I know exactly where I want it to start. I know how I want it to feel. I know everything like that. And that repetition is a good thing. Repetition can often be a good thing. In this instance, repetition is a terrible thing. Now, I'll try to lead with some positivity, but man, it's hard to find some right now. It is hard to find some. The positivity is Oregon is still a really good team. Washington's a really good team. Those are two really good teams, the best in the Pac-12. I'm recording this as games are playing out. USC's down by 18. Washington State's getting housed by Arizona. Oregon State is, you know, up on uh, UCLA. They're a good team, but, you know, we also saw what happened to them when they went and played Washington State. So these are still the two best teams in the Pac-12. I hope we get to see them again in the Pac-12 championship game because I hope we get something to expunge this feeling of absolute misery. I mean, frustration, anger, disgust. I'm sure all of those emotions are flowing throughout the Oregon fandom. And the frustrating thing is to take it back to my metaphor for a moment. When I hit those same shots over and over, I want to hit those same shots. But we just walked up to the same tee box and we hit it out of bounds again. I mean, that was the same game. It was the same game. Almost everything was the same. It's a hard-fought, back-and-forth affair between two really good teams, and Oregon has the ball late with a chance to ice it. They fail to convert a third and short. They go for it on fourth down when they shouldn't. And then Michael Penix torches the secondary again, which played so well in the second half, and then collapsed late. A little, but you can only do so much against that team. I, 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 oh man, it's just, it's, 
I knew going in we could lose. This isn't a game that I expect to win. It, it, it's one that you got to win in that situation. I, I mean, the odds of Oregon having lost last year's Washington, last year's Oregon State, and this year's Washington game are so small. And we found a way to lose all three. And, and I mean, it, it is just, it is PTSD for Duck fans. That's what it is. It's the same game. Except Oregon's defense played better. That's, that's a silver lining here. That defense is unquestionably better than last year. I, I don't know that that's arguable. That was proved on Saturday afternoon in Seattle. Oregon's defense is better. We know that for sure. This was their biggest test. I'll, I'll talk about this more next week. Because we got we got to get the emotions out right now. Light, uh, I'm, I'm not going to respond to the YouTube comments. If you want to shoot me a note go on Twitter or, or join subtext. Um, there, I think there are going to be too many comments. I just, I want this to be a place for Oregon fans to be able to vent. And I know that that's what it's going to end up being. I, I mean, right there. It's right there. Let, let's talk about the fourth down attempts and failures time and again. So I had no issue with the first two. Absolutely none. I had a lot of issue with the last one. Here's why. Oregon's defense, which I was just talking about being better because they are, had given up seven points in the second half. They were coming off of a goal line stand. They're playing with their hair on fire. They have momentum. When you go for that fourth down, sure, if you get it, you win the game. But if you don't get it, Washington's offense now has momentum against a unit that they had been struggling against. They have a new, profound sense of hope, optimism, and excitement, and that's what they had. It took them two plays to go over 50 yards against a defense that they had struggled against the entire half. They couldn't get a yard. They weren't able to get a yard on the goal line. They were deflated, but guess what? That stop gives them that energy. They don't have that same energy if they're punting. Or if, or if Oregon punts. They would have had to go the length of the field, not half of it. And I'm bummed out for Camden Lewis, who's been real solid the last couple of years and you know hit that game winner against Washington State in 2019. Straightaway kick, and it was shades of Alejandro Maldonado, which sucks. It, it sucks. I have no problem with the first two, though. Because there weren't a lot of field goal attempts in that game. There, there, there were not. In fact, Washington had zero field goal attempts. Because they knew field goals were not winning you the game. And you could say, well, if they'd taken the three points here, then Camden would have been kicking for the win instead of the tie, and we would have been in overtime on the road. By the way, if Oregon converts the fourth down, in which Bo Nix had Treshawn Holden wide open over the middle and missed him, he, he could not have been more open. Bo Nix didn't throw it to him. He was looking for Troy Franklin all the way. It's a bad play from Bo, who had an awesome game. I mean, Bo was great. No turnovers, again. Long throws, short throws, deep throws, running when he needed to. I mean, he was he's fantastic. Bucky was great. Troy Franklin was great. All these great performances, and it results in the second straight L to the Huskies in heartbreaking fashion. But I have no problem going for the 
going for the, the, the touchdown at the end of the half. Didn't care for the play calling, just in the sense that they didn't run the ball once. You had a timeout. You needed to run the ball once. They couldn't tackle. Again, Jordan James, Bucky Irving, I don't care. Hand it off to somebody just one time. Use your timeout. Every pass you're throwing is to the end zone. There's no reason to still have that timeout. Oregon took that timeout with them to the half. And I think if they run the ball, they can maybe get it in. So I thought that stunk, but the opportunity to go up by two possessions coming out in the third quarter, yeah, I I think you take that. Second time you drive down, no problem with that whatsoever. Absolutely none. And it didn't actually end up hurting Oregon at all. The second fourth down call didn't work initially, but did end up uh, working out. LinkedIn jobs will always work out. It will. Because these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for a small business. I'm sure some people feel like Oregon should be trying to make a new hire one way or the other. I'm not of that particular opinion, but yeah, this is pretty frustrating. Want to be 100% certain you have access to the best qualified candidates available? That's what LinkedIn Jobs does. Period. Point blank. End of discussion. I think LinkedIn Jobs might have punted on fourth and three. I don't know. I don't know, but they do everything right over there. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm not even in the mood for a second segment. Okay. The second fourth down that Oregon failed on didn't cost them anything. In the same way that the fumble on the one-yard line in last year's game didn't actually cost Oregon anything, this one didn't either. Why? Because Oregon failed. Washington is then backed up. Washington goes three and out. Oregon goes down, scores a touchdown. All we lost is a little bit of time. Too bad we didn't use more of it. Um, so no, no issues with either of those. I did not like the fourth and three call. I did not like it. The defense had been playing well. And, and it's surprising. It, well, maybe it's not surprising. It is demonstrative of the fact that Lanning is committed to his philosophy on how to approach fourth downs. He is clearly a student of the analytical world. I haven't seen his post-game comments yet. I'll, I'll, I'll react to those and anything he said on, on Monday's pod. But if it were fourth and one, and you're running a quarterback sneak or you're trying to hand the ball off, that's one thing. But a fourth and three? Don't like it. Didn't like the play call on third and short. Washington was selling out for the run. They went smart with the play call on the first third down on that drive. The sprint out throw to Terrence Ferguson, the man beater. Guess what? You had the same defense. I'm not saying run the same play, but Washington was going to sell out for the run. We all knew that. And, and Stephen Jones, who had a great game, missed a block. If he makes it, Oregon wins the game. That simple. 
the hole was there. JPJ and Marcus Harper had cleared a lane and Stephen Jones got beat. So the play was blown up. That can happen. But you put the ball in Bo Nix's hands on each of the two previous third down and shorts. Third and, a third and four, the deep ball to Troy Franklin. And the, uh, the third and two, the, the flat rub route to, to Tiford. I would have loved to have seen something like that on third and short. But I get why they ran the ball, ensure that the clock is running. But when you lose a yard, if you pick up a yard and it's fourth and one, maybe. But fourth and three, they all know you're not going to run the football. You don't run it on fourth and three. You can run it on fourth and two, maybe. Not fourth and three. So Washington knows you're going to the air. And it just... The defense had been playing so well. So I'm not surprised from the analytics standpoint that the landing went for it. I am surprised that he's a defensive guy and his defense had been playing so well. And he he, he didn't want to put him on the field. He, he, he didn't want to punt. Ross James has been awesome. He's been outstanding. Didn't want to have him pin Washington back. Like, less than two minutes, Washington has to have a touchdown. If, if they drive on you then, tip your cap. But this is the same game as last year. You just gave it to him, said, here, here's a short field. You don't have to do as much. Did I think the defense was still capable of making a stop? Yep, and they didn't. But guess what? Washington's receivers, who had been held in check in the second half, made a, made a couple of plays. I, I mean, Triquez is in great position. Guess what? Roma Dunze is a top 10 pick in the NFL draft. You're not going to win every 50-50 ball there. Try, by the way, quick shout out to Triquez Bridges. Because Jaleel Florence goes down with an injury and Triquez comes in and puts the clamps on Roma Dunze. I know he didn't in that final moment. Guess what? You can't do it forever. You, you, you can't do it forever. You're not going to win the 50-50 balls every time. <sighs> Man. Now I need to take a sip. All year. All year we've waited for this game. And boy, did it look bad there in the second half for a moment. And then the defense stiffened and the offense found a groove. And then the defense made a goal line stand. That was going to be a defining moment of Dan Lanning's career. I wrote over at 750thegame.com and talked about on this show and still believe it would have been the biggest win of Lanning's career. And the defense would have made the signature play. That defense that is been often criticized over the last couple of seasons, has undergone a lot of personnel trans- or transformation. They had their moment. And then it was ripped away from them. It was ripped away because the offense couldn't convert a fourth and three. And because the offense was on the field in the first place. It, it just, it's the same game. So nothing feels good right now. Aiden Breeland committed to the Ducks. One one day I will be excited about that. That day is not right now. But that, that day is not right now. Nothing feels good here. I mean, the, the, like there are positive elements. The defense is clearly better. The, the offense against the best front seven they've played this year ran the football exceptionally well. Like, like uh, Oregon did everything right to win this football game. The keys I talked about on the show going into this week. 
protect the football, get off to a good start, and avoid penalties. Let me check the penalty yardage real quick. I'll just, I'll just look on my phone. They got off to a good start. Washington offensively didn't look like Washington in the first drive. The offense sputtered out of the gates, but the defense set the tone early. They did a really, really nice job. Um, I'm just looking at the penalty yards real quick. I, I think Oregon was mostly clean. Um, Washington had 45 penalty yards. Oregon had 55. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the officials were pretty bad. They, they, they missed some, I mean, blatant holding calls. Um, they missed a PI on Treshawn Holden in the end zone at the end of the first half. That should have put the ball to two-yard line first and goal. But like five penalties for 55 yards, with one of those being a 15-yarder against Triquez. That was utter crap. He was in perfect coverage, and the official threw a flag for no reason. Um, I mean, this is the sort of advantage you get at home, I guess. But um, Oregon outgained, oh gosh, that's a painful stat. Oregon outgained Washington 541 to 415 and lost the football game and did not turn the ball over. They held Washington to 5 of 11 on third down. That's excellent. 2 of 3 on fourth down. Not as great, but they came up with a stop when they needed to. Oregon 0 of 3 on fourth down. That's your ball game. That's your ball game. Didn't convert in two spots, right? Second fourth down didn't cost the Ducks. They got a quick stop, went down, got a quick touchdown. That didn't cost them. Two plays. And, and, and I felt going into the game that it was a coin flip. They would come down to a couple plays, a couple moments. Well, guess what? That's what we got. And it sucks to be on the losing end of it again. It really, really sucks. I mean, <laughs> if you told me before the game, Oregon's going to put up 540 yards and have zero turnovers, I would have said, oh, so we're winning the football game. Well, yeah, we should. Should, but didn't. Held Michael Penix to his lowest passing total of the season. Lost the football game. Ran for over 200 yards. Lost the football game. Bo Nix out through Michael Penix in yardage. Lost the football game. I, I, I mean, the odds of all these things happening and Oregon not coming out on top are so slim. And that's why this just, this just sucks. I mean, gosh. I don't know what we did to deserve this, Duck fans. I really don't. Just having our hearts ripped straight out of our chests. Nothing feels good. Elijah rushing. I, I've heard good things on the Oregon front. Aiden Breland commits to the Ducks. Wasn't sure if he would. I knew they were in the running. Don't care. Not right now. Eventually I will. I, eventually, once the pain from this settles in like eight years. <laughs> I mean, gosh almighty. And then Bo marches him right down the field. Camden's got a great look. Fourth down, end of the first half. Fourth down, end of the second half, 42-yard field goal. That's your game. If any one of those three plays goes Oregon's way, they win the football game. Field goal makes it 50-50. I like the Ducks' chances. Even on the road. <laughs> like, would have had the momentum there. Look at what happened in Colorado on Friday night. They went to overtime, lost. Um, yeah, I, I, I just... Trying to find the positives. Try, try, trying to be glass half full, but you can't be glass half full when the top half of the glass has been shattered. Um, I suppose technically it can be as long as there's a glass still there, but someone took a mini sledgehammer and 
put a hole in the side of the glass and the water is spilling out and we don't have flex seal to come and cover it up. At least not right now. So, um, heart, heartbreak city, heartbreak city again against Washington again. Lanning's 0-3 against his rivals. Boy, he better beat Oregon State or he's going he's gonna to have some fans turn on him. I tell you that. No matter how many games he wins, we all know that this is, <laughs> this is among the most important. Um, I'll end with some positivity here. Because, I mean, what, what are we supposed to do after that? What are we supposed to do? Well, if you had Oregon plus three, you pushed. If you have Oregon plus two and a half, you're in as much pain as Oregon fans are right now. All those lines were available at FanDuel America's number one sportsbook. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, and you can get $200 if you're a new customer in bonus bets. Guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, whether you win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, no better time to get in on the action. Spreads, player props, over-unders, more. They've got it all. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. I would lean towards betting Oregon next week. I think they will be ticked off against a Washington State team that is really struggling right now. They got housed by Arizona, but I don't know. We'll see what the line is. Let's try to end with some optimism. Oregon's goals are still in front of them. We could see Washington again. Like this, let's try and compartmentalize. Like Nick Fury in Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Compartmentalization. Let's take our Washington feelings and let's put them over here. And let's analyze what's left in the other half of our brain. The other half of our brain says that Oregon is not going to fall very far in the rankings. When you lose a game like that, you're not going to crater. Look at Texas, okay? Same thing. They can still get to the Pac-12 championship game. They can still get to the college football playoff. Those goals are attainable. Oregon has to win every game from here on out, which isn't great. But who's the toughest road game left? Utah. If Cam Rising is in there, I'm not that scared because that offense doesn't scare me. Does not. Rice Eccles scares me. That defense scares me. That offense doesn't scare me. Does not scare me one bit if Cam Rising isn't there. Maybe Cam's there. Maybe Cam is there. But you, you look at the rest of Oregon's schedule right now. Washington State next week should win that game. Notre Dame is currently beating uh, USC 37-20. to The Trojans are a good, not great team. Not, not a great team, a good team, and we've got them at home. Oregon State's a good team, a really good team. Got them at home. Like the, the road games are Arizona State and I'm missing somebody. And Utah. Arizona State and Utah, those are the only times Oregon plays away from Monson Stadium. Utah, Cal USC, Arizona. I, like, I can see them winning out. There's a world in which that happens. It's not a given, but I see a world in which that happens. And that's the good news. The goals are still there. We could see Washington again. Uh, the Husky schedule definitely sets up for them to be in the Pac-12 title. I don't know how they're not. Um, you know, Washington State is coming back to the mean. They have to play at Oregon State and at USC and host Utah. But, you know, before that stretch, they've got Arizona State and Stanford. Like, those are two wins. And then... 
Yeah, it, it, it could be Ducks and Huskies in the Pac-12 championship game. And if you had to ask me, would you rather win the regular season matchup or the Pac-12 title game? Of course, the answer is the Pac-12 title game. But gosh, I'd, I'd rather have both. Would rather have both. So goals are still in play. I think this team is really good. They just lost the game again because of a questionable coaching decision. And that is a painful endurance of deja vu for Oregon fans. And I I, I don't know if I've got anything else to say right now. Uh, At least that's suited for the air. Like a lot of swear words, but... It's not how we roll here at Locked On. We're not ESPN's college game day, which apparently just says anything and everything now. I, I really don't know what's going on over there. But, um, yeah. Yeah, that 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 sucked. <laughs> that sucked. Again, and we have to wait a whole nother year to try and beat Washington again. It's the first time that Oregon has lost back-to-back since was- to Washington since 2016-17 uh, when Oregon started uh, Herbert in, I think, his first game and Braxton Burmeister. Pretty, pretty tough right now. All right. I think that's enough. I'll uh, be back with you all on Monday. Send me your questions. Uh, again, Twitter is going to be the best way or subtext uh, as, as well. Link in the description below. Appreciate everyone listening. See you next time. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And yes, even in these dark times, go Ducks.